0: everyone from here and all over the world we we greet you on this day that a new year is in and we're ready because we're here to be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit as we enter into a new season and a new year We're looking around the sanctuary and we greet everyone here. So glad you're here in worship. We thank God for technology today where we can reach as many people as we possibly can. As God has commanded us to go and make disciples for Jesus Christ. Hello, you YouTubers, Facebook, Instagram followers, and all the people everywhere. And we want to say today that we pray and we expect blessings like never before and so we begin by blessing God we bless God with our worship and our praise and so I am the Reverend Dr. Lydia Jackson Waters the pastor of Pacoima First United Methodist Church the beautiful city of Pacoima and I invite now Our minister of music, Sister Hope Carr, accompanied by her gifted husband, Brother Darnell Carr, they both come with their gifts of praise and worship. Hallelujah.
1: Many people are prone to making resolutions, but a resolution that we can make every day is to give ourselves away to the Lord. And truly, that is my desire for this day, for this year, for my life. Lord, I give myself away so you can use me. Thank you.
0: get in your way, God. I just want you to have your way, so I've got to move out of the way. Hallelujah. So you can use me. Oh, I praise your precious and holy name. I invite you now as we prepare to hear the word of God, I invite you to the Old Testament Book of Ecclesiastes. Take your time. If you have a Bible, look in the index, whatever it takes. Don't be intimidated. Find Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 1 through 13. And listen now, listen, listen to the word Of the Lord. The word of God says, for everything, there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die a time to plan and a time to pluck up what's planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep. And a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to throw away stones and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to seek, a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear, and a time to sow, a time to keep silent, and a time to speak, a time to love, and a time to hate, a time for war, and a time for peace. What gain have the workers from their toil? I have seen the business that God has given to everyone to be busy with. He has made everything suitable for his time. And moreover, he has put a sense of past and future into their minds, yet they cannot find out what God has done from the beginning to the end. I know that there is nothing better than them to be happy and enjoy themselves as long as they live. Moreover, it is God's gift that all should eat and drink and take pleasure in all their toil. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. And now my beloved, won't you pray with and for me. Almighty and everlasting, all knowing, everywhere present, Oh, powerful God, I come come to be obedient to thy will, and so I ask, I ask that you would allow, by the anointing of the Holy Spirit, that you would allow the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, for you are my strength. And you are my redeemer. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray it. Let the church say, amen. Our sermon topic for today is, it could be many things. It could be the seasons of life. It could be seasons. We're gonna call it Wisdom, Time, and Seasons. Wisdom, Time, and Seasons, as we take a capsuled look at each of these. Beloved, this this Old Testament book was written by a man named King Solomon. He called himself, in Greek, the preacher. King Solomon is most known for his wealth and his wisdom and his writings. Christians today and every day even regard King Solomon as the wisest man who ever lived. And according to the Bible, his wisdom came directly from God. And we learned that God appeared to him and said, listen to this, He said, he said, Solomon, ask me for whatever you want and I will give it to you. And Solomon asked. He asked for wisdom and knowledge. And he asked for wisdom and knowledge so that he could better govern God. God's reply to Solomon's request is found in Second Chronicles. God said, Solomon, Solomon, since this is your heart's desire, you have not asked for wealth, or possessions, or honor, nor for even the death of your enemies. And since you have not asked for even a long life, but for wisdom and knowledge to govern my people, over whom I have made you king, God says, therefore, therefore, wisdom and knowledge will be given to you. And, God adds, and I'll also give you wealth and possessions and honor, such as no king who was before you ever had and none after you will ever have. Wow, God. God is is able to do marvelous things when we come to him with the right attitude. Hallelujah. Oh, my dear ones, my dear ones, we need to be teaching godly wisdom today. Now, old folks used to call it common sense. You know, godly wisdom today because our oversaturated and exaggerated respect For our own human knowledge at the absence and disrespect of godly wisdom is just leaving us unbalanced and weak and confused. Listen, wisdom and knowledge are both, yes, they're both recurring things in the Bible, and they are related, but they are not the same. They're not the same. And here's the difference. Here's the difference. Wisdom. Wisdom is given of God, and there was a time when people knew the word of God when they hadn't even been to school. (laughs) Wisdom is given of God and it is the ability to discern or to judge what is true, right, or lasting. Think what if the great brilliant minds of scientists were not saved (laughs) How would they know how to use what they're inventing for what's right? Hallelujah. Knowledge, on the other hand, knowledge is information. Information gained through experience or reasoning or acquaintance. Knowledge can exist without wisdom, but not the other way around. You see, in other words, I can be knowledgeable without being wise. Hallelujah. I can be smart and not have common sense. For example, for example, now that, that guns are all over uh, uh, this country, they're just everywhere. We don't have why. We're not wise. We're not wise. Knowledge is knowing how to use a gun, but wisdom is knowing when to use it, when to keep it safely locked up or holstered. Wisdom is the right application of what we know. Knowledge understands the light is turned red. Wisdom applies the brakes. Knowledge sees the quicksand. Knowledge sees the snake. Knowledge sees the ocean. But wisdom walks around it if they can't swim. Knowledge memorizes the Ten Commandments. Wisdom obeys them. Knowledge learns of God. Wisdom loves God. You can learn of him without loving it.
1: <laughs> that
0: that's knowledge. But but knowing God is wisdom. Knowing God is wisdom. We can't continue to teach a world and to lift up education without balancing it with wisdom. Wisdom. Because wisdom and timing and seasons are for everybody. Ecclesiastes chapter three, verse one through 13. That, that This is a summary. The summary is that God has a plan for all people and timing is important. This is wisdom, especially for the young people. I heard one 15-year-old say to another 15-year-old, I'm coming over to just teach you some wisdom. I thought, what? How would I think a fifteen-year-old who ain't lived no longer than me would have more wisdom than I have? Wisdom comes with experience and with age. Let me hear an amen, amen, amen. That some people get old and they not wise, uh, but don't let it be you. Don't let it be you. All the seasons, the experiences listed in these verses are appropriate at a certain time time now the secret to peace with God is to discover accept, and appreciate God's perfect timing the danger is to doubt or resent God's timing because you see not realizing or representing God's timing can lead to despair rebellion depression or moving ahead without God's advice. Child of God, you know there are many today who will have a very serious problem with this whole reality of God's timing because many people today don't even consult God about anything. We just consult ourselves. Help me up in here somebody. Or we we consult somebody else. Oh, and that's really good. Now, there are many today who won't have a very serious problem. They're going to have a problem. They're going to have a problem of God's timing uh, that Simon, Solomon, is sharing with us today. Solomon is telling us that there is a time and a season for all things in our life if we are to become healed and whole persons.
2: <sighs>
0: Let me say it again. That's hard today. You know, because we live in an instant gratification world. People don't want to work for it anymore, they want it right away. They, they don't want to start at the bottom, they want to start at the top. Oh, it's all out of order. A world that wants what it wants too quick is not a good thing. A world that has trouble waiting. We want what we want now. And if we can have everything now, my mother used to say, if you get everything now, what you going to get later? Listen, in reality, none of us will ever have everything. We will die with some things undone. Some things we will never experience. Some places we will never go. Some things we will never do. Some people we will never meet. Life is not filled with enough time to experience and complete all the things that we think we want in life. Without ever asking God, God, what do you want? So here in our scripture lesson, we learned that life is not a long series of controlling and, and conquering. It's a time of varying uh, times and experiences and events. And the truth is that if we allow God, I said if we allow God to direct us in the timing of our life's experiences, and we will have the most important and most rewarding experiences at the most appropriate and beneficial times, in our lives. Because God's timing is perfect timing. Wisdom, time, and seasons. Our lesson says, for everything there is a season. Our lesson says, for everything there is a season, a time for every man under heaven. Therefore, therefore, All the experiences listed in the verses of this scripture are appropriate at certain times. At certain times, I said our lesson says, there's a time to be born and there's a time to die. But we don't want to die. The surest thing we know in life, there's a time to be born we must get a better hold on a time to die. There's a time to kill and a time to kill. You know, some things you can kill, and I'm not talking about people. I'm talking about some things like past pain that can't be healed until we kill it, until we let it go. There's a time to weep and a time to laugh. There's there's balance to living. Sometimes we cry, sometimes we laugh. Some folks want to laugh all the time, some folks want to cry all the time. We have to do both. A time to keep and a time to throw it away. It's not working if it ain't working and you can't get nobody to fix it, throw it away. If it's too little and that ain't the size you wear today, Share it with somebody. Take it to Goodwill or somewhere. We want to keep it, thinking we're gonna get back in it. But if it ain't working, it can't be fixed. Just throw
2: it away.
0: When you get back to that size, then you go buy something new. Our lesson continues. It says there is a time to love and a time to hate. Ah. Then it goes on to say there's a time for war and a time for peace. And I can just hear somebody saying right now, right now, Pastor, what is it a time for hating? I'm glad you asked, I'm glad you Beloved, you know what? As Christians, this is what we have to learn to do. We have to love what God loves and we have to hate what God hates. Because the Bible talks about what God hates. What God loves is all through the Bible. God, his love for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him might have eternal life. God loves his creation. And what does God hate? The Bible says in Proverbs 6, chapter 6, verses 16 through 19, and there are many, many There there are six things, Proverbs says, that the Lord God hates. Seven that are an abomination to him. He hates haughty eyes. He hates a lying tongue and hands that shed innocent blood. He hates a heart that devises wicked plans and feet that make haste to wrong to evil. A false witness who breathes out lies and one who sows discord among the people. In other words, God loves love. And God hates sin. Oh, today we get to. Confused by so many things because we've left the Bible out of our lives for about 50 years now. Today we think that if you love somebody, you must also love what they do. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. Unconditional love means that we love the person, but we hate the sin. Oh, we shouldn't hate evil people, but we should hate evil actions. We should also hate if people are mistreated. When children are starving, and when God is being dishonored, we should hate something so much that we as the church would eliminate or deal with them until they are destroyed in Jesus' name. Ah, But today, but today, but today. Christians don't even like to talk about hate. They don't like to talk about sin. Uh, I think people would do better when they know better. So we need to talk about what God hates because the beginning of of wisdom is the fear of God. And my question today is, what do people fear today? (sighs) Child of God, our lesson continues, but there is a time for peace. And a time for war today is a time of war between the spirit and the flesh. We ought to be in serious and real battle with evil and Christians still sitting around doing nothing as if these are times of peace. We can't think peace when we're fighting a pandemic. It's a war going on. We're in a spiritual warfare today for the souls of our children and our homes and our families and our country and the whole world. This is our spiritual battle time today. Oh, and if we who call ourselves Christians can't put on the full armor of God and fight, God can't use us to heal this sin world, sin-sick world, and we'll be, and we would have failed to be the church victorious uh, because as Christians we remember that the only time evil wins is when good is doing nothing it's a new season it's a new day seize the time because we are soldiers in the army of the Lord glory to God say amen God is a God of wisdom, and God is a God of time. You know, you remember that just when Jesus had been baptized and complimented by the Father, filled with the Holy Spirit, and thought he was on his way to launch his great ministry? Let me bring this to your remembrance. You remember that the Holy Spirit came then, and instead of leading Jesus to start his ministry of healing and preaching and teaching, the Holy Spirit led Jesus into the wilderness, because God said, Jesus, even though I'm pleased with you and you have waited for nearly 30 years to get started, I'm not ready for you to start. Ooh, who can hear that? See, when we ask God for something, and we think he said no because we didn't get our way. We, we don't remember. God can say no. God can say yes. God can say not yet. He says, I'm not ready for you to start, Jesus. Jesus was ready to go, and God said not yet because there's a God-given time for everything. There are some things that some of you have been waiting for and waiting on a long, long time. You prayed about it. You went to counseling about it. Oh, you've been waiting. You fasted about it. You done all you can to it. And God has not brought certain things to fruition in your life yet, because God is saying, not yet. It's coming.
1: But not
0: yet. Oh, listen, I really used to get upset, you know, knowing that all the males who stood at the altar and professed their call to the ministry at the same time I did had gone to undergraduate school and were then in graduate school at a seminary. And I was still told that I couldn't because I was a female. And I knew, I knew without a doubt that God had called me to be a preacher pastor. But God took me a different route. Oh, beloved, I had to wait until the time was right in God's sight. God, God, God and ministry. Do you know what I know today? It's not because God didn't call me. It's not that God didn't hear my prayers or see my cries or hear my pain. That's not why I didn't become a preacher at 25 or even 35. I was called at 14. And God said in my late 30s <laughs> that it was time. It was just because men, because men would not let me. You know, it's easy to blame somebody, else, And it was not because God didn't have the desire to bless me with the call. It was God who called me in the first place. It was because it was not God's time yet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If he had turned me loose in my 20s, the church would have eaten me up and spit me out. I learned about you looking back. Oh, well, that's why you have to talk to older people. I know a whole lot of stuff now. I-, I learned the value of waiting on God. You see, because great things happen in God's time. Because, child of God, God's time is always the Perfect time, and when it is God's time, all you'll know it's God's time. Glory to God! All you will know. Even though I was making more money than I ever made, God said, "Now is the time." Everything was set for me to go. I had to give up all the material things. My dad had passed, who had been living with me, so I was free to take my two wonderful children at the time, and I gave up everything because in my heart and in my spirit. I know it was God's time. Hear me. Hear me. This lesson is about the seasons of life and God's timing. You see, the truth is that the time will come for all of us to come into our season. Oh, God. You know, when, when, when we wait on God, oh, the time will come for us. To be in our season, the Bible says, "They that wait on the Lord, they will renew their strength. They're gonna mount up with wings like eagles. They're gonna run and not get weary. They're gonna walk and not faint."
1: Oh, won't he do it?
0: Won't he do it? Won't he? Oh, I love God. In your time, God. In your time, you know best. Yeah, you know best. So my dearly beloved, when you come into your season, when God says, it's your time, you will know it. I'm a witness to that. There's so many things I wanted. When God took his time and given it to me, I'm a witness. Doors will open before you knock. <clears throat> The way will be made before you get there. The right people will be in the right place at the right time. The daily struggles will be over, the crooked paths will be made straight. Miracles will happen. Blessings will overflow. God will take your mistakes and correct them. Things will work out for your good in your season. And when Satan comes to rock your world, God will step right in and fight your battles for you in your season. Oh. Yes. Uh, <laughs> When it's God's time for your season of blessings, when you're in your season, you can walk in confidence and in humility. Glory to God! And so, beloved, beloved, during the Corona Virus pandemic, these past two years have been a test of our faith in God, and it continues. It continues, and for those who are who are using this pandemic this season to get closer to God, which we ought to do in any season we find ourselves. We need to pray more, to seek more of God, to spend time with God, to be, that's why he didn't lock us in, to be kind and loving, to be obedient, so that others will live and not die. Oh, child of God, I believe that this new year will be filled with more godly blessings. See, we're going to a new portal that's spiritual, Ah, So you can keep your knowledge, but you need to gain, catch up on the spiritual part, on the wisdom, on the wisdom, on the wisdom. It's a new year, and we're going to have more godly blessings and more miracles and signs and wonders, blessings that we could have never imagined this year. Blessings that we could have never asked for this year.
1: I'm talking about rich. Blessings. Blessings. blessings! This year showers. Showers.
0: Oh. It didn't rain for over five years in California. Oh, but that season is over. I said showers. and Showers of blessings. Lord, let it happen in the natural. Let it happen in the spiritual. Oh, beloved child of God, expect your blessings. Believe that they're they will manifest suddenly, quickly. Pray today for God's wisdom. So let all that you do in any season you find yourself in, you will give God glory. When you're waiting for the right job, any job you own, do it with excellence. When you're waiting for God to replenish your account with money, just learn how to just be satisfied with what you got. When you're living in an apartment but you want a house, God can't get you the house until you're gonna praise him in the apartment. God can't get you a car until you go praise him on the bus stop. I'm talking about life. And seasons flow with God, flow with God. Trust God, love God, know God, love your neighbor. Walk into your season. I love the way the songwriter says it. And I love, I love music as everybody does. The songwriter says it, he says,
1: I feel seasons
0: everywhere. He said, I feel blessings in the air. Mm. Those seeds that you've sown, the good things that you've done, the patience that you've had, the waiting, those seeds that you've sown, beloved, you're going to come into your home. Oh, yes. Seasons, seasons, seasons. another chance to seek God with
1: all all your heart. It's a
0: season to know him like you've never known him before. It's the time to just
1: seek him. Seek him. Seek him. God knows that's my heart's desire. To just seek him more. More. God, I want more of you, more. But I hear the Spirit say it's your season to love, it's your season of joy.
0: give you everything. There may be those of you today who don't realize the time. This is God's time as it's always been. But for so many years we have put ourselves before God. God, God's not going to (laughs) He's <laughs> not going to let that happen for too long now. But it's our season. Our season to say, I just want more of you, God. Our season to say, Lord, I want to go on a spiritual journey. Oh, Lord, give me a hunger for your word. Give me a hunger to pray. Give me a Hunger to be loving and kind. Give me a hunger to think of others more than I think of myself. God says your time. That is your time. For those of you who would like to join the Church of Jesus Christ, that's what God asked us to do. Oh we like to join our clubs and join our stuff and our stuff and our stuff and our stuff. And our stuff god just says one thing god says come to me you can't be his child until you come to him he says come 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 so we invite you to come you can look on our website and you can join virtually you can give virtually or you can come sit in the sanctuary and after the worship service, just let me know you want to join the church of Jesus Christ, so you can walk into your godly season. The way over. Come, give your money, your time. this first Sunday of a new year, a new chance, a new day, we invite you to join us in the celebration of Holy Communion. Those of you who are members of Pakoma First, you have received your communion ritual, and you have received your communion elements so i invite you now the peace of the lord the peace of the lord be always with you let us pray together the prayer the lord has taught us our father who art in heaven Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us, not trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from all that is evil. For thine is the kingdom and the glory forever. I always say in Jesus' name. Amen. When you pray and say in Jesus' name, that puts the stamp on the prayer.
1: <laughs> Jesus invites us, come to me all you that
0: are weary and are carrying heavy burdens and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn for me for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. And so we invite you now to spiritually unite with all of the members of the First United Methodist Church and with all of the saints of the church in heaven and on earth. We invite you to partake of the Lord's Supper that has been consecrated by the pastor. According to the Gospel of Luke, when, when our risen Lord was at table with his disciples, he took bread. And he blessed it, and he broke it, and he gave it to them. Their eyes were opened, and they recognized him. And so, taking the body of Jesus Christ, broken for you and for me. Amen. And now take the blood of Jesus Christ the symbol the cup of salvation shed for you and for me and now let us pray we thank you O oh God that through your word and this holy given us your son who is the true bread from heaven and food of eternal life and so we lift you this day strengthen us in your service that our daily living may show our thanks through Jesus Christ our Lord and so as we leave this worship and carry it throughout the week and the weeks to come in our hearts and our souls and in our spirit. We thank you, God. We glorify you.
2: We give you praise
0: as we enter year 2022. May your blessings In the name of Jesus Christ and answer people it. Let the church say. Amen.